Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. Uh, my name is Ryan, and today we have a very special guest. Her name is Jenny. Hey. <laughs> I wish you could see her rolling her eyes at me. Uh, Jenny is my wife, and we are recording this at home. This is exciting, to me anyway. Very exciting. <laughs> so we are in uh, 2 Samuel. We're kind of in 2 Samuel. We're also a little bit in First Chronicles. We're kind of back and forth. So like I've said a million times already, uh, you're going to hear us repeat ourselves a little bit. That's because we're going from 2 Samuel to, to 1 Chronicles. Um, but today, what we're reading about is basically this triumphant, uh, triumphant entry of the ark. Stop rolling your eyes at me. What are you doing? <laughs> Triumphant. (laughs) What you see is this triumphant entry of the ark uh, finally into Jerusalem. Uh, And as we read today, I think it's important to remember what's actually happened previously. Uh, So if you were listening yesterday, I just made a quick joke. I was like, oh, yeah, and a bunch of stuff happened with the ark. You should probably watch Indiana Jones and find out more about that. Don't make a face. Indiana Jones, the guy touches the ark and he like turns into a ghost. Yeah. It's it's real wild. Uh, but actually what happens is that they were actually like, David was asking these guys to transport the ark in a way that they were not supposed to. They kind of rushed it. Um, they kind of broke a lot of the rules that God had already given them. And so this guy reaches out to touch the ark and he he dies because it's they were doing it wrong. They weren't actually obeying God. And so what you see here at the beginning of the passage is that they're trying to make sure that they transport the ark the right way, literally so that nobody else dies. I mean, it's ultimately it's so that they can respect God, but it's also like, hey, maybe it'd be great if nobody else dies in this process. Um, and then you get like this celebration. So what sticks out to you, Jenny, as we're like reading through this thing? Well, based on that backstory context, I think I kind of noticed some of the same things, that there's a lot of severity when it comes to handling the ark. Yeah. And so they're really trying to change the tune of... Are you trying to say that I stole what you want to say? Or? 100%. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> Which is not so much out of the norm. Hey. Anyway, I noticed how important it was that they handled it correctly because it was the presence of God. And they needed to make sure that they were doing it correctly. Yeah. That's what really stuck out. It, it's also interesting. I mean, you can you can also see that we've been kind of contrasting Saul and David. Uh, Saul most likely would not have handled it this way at all. Saul's always rushing ahead. He's rarely making time to hear from God. David is like, okay, we made a mistake. We have to fix this mistake because I care very deeply about what God has in mind and what God has called us to do. Um, and so they, they start to transport, it finally comes into the city and you get like this huge celebration. And you wanted to talk about that a little bit. So I noticed so much so that David kind of has to go back and like vouch for himself when he's talking to, I think you said Michael, is that how they say it? Cause that's a girl name. I thought it was like Michelle. Well, that's how Chris Lotsball <laughs> says it. So that's how I say it. Okay. Anyway, so she's all mad, but David's basically like, no, like I'll like, I'll do that over and over again because this is me showing the Lord like how I feel that I love him. He's he's super exuberant. I mean like like so much so what what Michael actually says is like, "Oh, isn't that so great? You exposing yourself in front of all right. those women out there." <laughs> Which, you know, makes sense that his wife is concerned about that situation. 
Um, I, one of the things I really appreciate about this passage is um, the piece from First Chronicles 16. It's 7 to 36. It's David's song of praise. Uh, if you want to listen to a passage or if you want to read a passage that just reminds, reminds you uh, of how important God is in a way that's just kind of exciting and kind of encouraging, uh, I definitely invite you to make sure you listen to the passage at the end of this podcast uh, or go read it for yourself. It's First Chronicles 16, 7 to 36. Uh, but there's a lot of focus on how strong God is. There's a lot of focus on how uh, joyful we can be as we celebrate Him and worship Him. Uh, there's a little bit on what it means to be God's chosen people. Um, there's just these two short lines, do not touch my chosen people and do not hurt my prophets. It's like how important, not only how important God is, but how important we are as his people, because it's, it's no longer just, you know, this dusty old history of David in this kingdom. Like we are God's people, followers of God, believers of Jesus. We are his people. We are his prophets. And so we get to hold this very significant place uh, in what God is doing in the world. And so to me, this First Chronicles 16, 7 to 36 is a pretty cool passage um, that's just really focusing on praise. And when you take in the whole story to where the ark is like finally coming in to where it belongs at that time, it's pretty exciting. I also think as you go through um, this section too, it kind of just like sets the tone for how worship was now that they're taking things much more seriously. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, they're they're making a point to really celebrate God uh, in a very public way, um, in a very emotional way, actually. I think that's what some of what Michael's reacting to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also interesting how David responds to Michael. Mm-hmm. I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me above your father and all his family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spoiler alert, she is also part of his family. <laughs> so maybe like life tips for life. Um, maybe don't talk to your wife that way. What do you think? How do you feel about that? Yeah, probably not. I mean, probably not. It could be that he had actually like a couple wives at this point. So maybe <laughs> maybe was... he didn't care as much. <laughs> uh, but, but that's what we see here. So I think overall, this passage is a great passage to look at when it comes to worshiping. Uh, when it comes to just pausing to recognize who God is, I think it's so important. Uh, and maybe today, like maybe you're actually facing some tough things. Maybe there's some doubt in your mind. Uh, maybe there's some some stress in your life, some anxiety in your life. It's probably a great time to pause and to focus on how powerful God is and how important we actually are to Him as His chosen people, as His prophets in the world. Um, and God can overcome those those stresses, those anxieties, those worries, those fears. Uh, he's bigger than all of those. He sees all of those, and He cares very deeply about you and how you interact with those things, because you're important uh, as a follower of God. Like, He... He saves us from all those things. And I think that's what David is taking a minute here to recognize uh, in front of all the people. Um, So be encouraged today. Uh, We hope you're getting something out of this podcast. Uh, Jenny, do you have anything else to add? Do you want to say anything else? No, I think that's pretty good. I wish that everybody could see your facial expression uh, via the airwaves. All right. So we'll see you again tomorrow. All right. We'll see you. Bye. 2 Samuel 6, starting in verse 12. Then King David was told, The Lord has blessed Obed-Edom's household and everything he has because of the Ark of God. David now built several buildings for himself in the city of David. He also prepared a place for the Ark of God and set up a special tent for it. Then he commanded, No one except the Levites may carry the Ark of God. 
The Lord has chosen them to carry the ark of the Lord and serve him forever. Then David summoned all of Israel to Jerusalem to bring the ark of the Lord to the place that he had prepared for it. This is the number of the descendants of Aaron, the priests, and the Levites who were called together. From the clan of Kohath, 120, with Uriel as their leader. From the clan of Merari, 220, with Asiah as their leader. From the clan of Gershon, 130, with Joel as their leader. From the descendants of Elisaphan, 200, with Shemaiah as their leader. From the descendants of Hebron, 80, with Eliel as their leader. From the descendants of Uziel, 112, with Aminadab as their leader. Then David summoned the priest, Zadok of Abiathar, and these Levite leaders, Uriel, Asiah, Joel, Shemaiah, Eliel, Aminadab. He said to them, You are the leaders of the Levite families. You must purify yourselves and all your fellow Levites so you can bring the ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to the place I have prepared for it. Because you Levites did not carry the ark the first time, the anger of the Lord our God burst out against us. We failed to ask God how to move it properly. So the priests and the Levites purified themselves in order to bring the ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to Jerusalem. Then the Levites carried the ark of God on their shoulders with its carrying poles, just as the Lord had instructed Moses. David also ordered the Levite leaders to appoint a choir of Levites who were singers and musicians to sing joyful songs to the accompaniment of harps, lyres, and cymbals. So the Levites appointed Hemam, son of Joel, along with his fellow Levites, Asaph, son of Barakai, and Ethan, son of Cushai, from the clan of Merari. The following men were chosen as their assistants, Zechariah, Jaziel, Shemiroth, Jahiel, Uni, Eliab, Benaiah, Maesah, Mathiai, Elephilu, Mikneo, and the gatekeepers, Obed-Edom, and Jael. The musicians, Heman, Asaph, and Ethan, were chosen to sound the bronze cymbals. Zechariah, Aziel, Shimeoth, Jehiel, Uni, Eliab, Mesiah, and Benaiah were chosen to play the harps. Mathiah, Eliaphu, Mikneah, Obed-Edom, Jael, and Aziazah were chosen to play the lyres. Keniah, the head Levite, was chosen as the choir leader because of his skill. Barakai and Elkanah were chosen to guard the ark. Shebniah, Jehoshaphat, Nathaniel, Amasai, Zechariah, Benaiah, and Eliezer, all of whom were priests, were chosen to blow the trumpets as they marched in front of the ark of God. Obed-Edom and Jehiah were chosen to guard the ark. Then David and the elders of Israel and the generals of the army went to the house of Obed-Edom to bring the ark of the Lord's covenant up to Jerusalem with a great celebration. And because God was clearly helping the Levites as they carried the ark of the Lord's covenant, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. David was dressed in a robe of fine linen, and were all the Levites who were carrying the ark, and also the singers, and Keniah the choir leader. David was also wearing a priestly garment. So all Israel brought up the ark of the Lord's covenant with shouts of joy and the blowing of ram's horns and trumpets, the crashing of cymbals, and the loud playing on harps and lyres. So David went there and brought the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with a great celebration. After the men who were carrying the ark of the Lord had gone six steps, David sacrificed a bull and a fattened calf. And David danced before the Lord with all his might, wearing a priestly garment. So David and all the people of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouts of joy and the blowing of ram's horns. 
But as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window. When she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she was filled with contempt for him. 1 Chronicles 15 But as the ark of the Lord's covenant entered the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window. When she saw King David skipping about and laughing with joy, she was filled with contempt for him. 2 Samuel 6, 17 They brought the ark of the Lord and set it in place inside the special tent David had prepared for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. When he had finished his sacrifices, David blessed the people in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. Then he gave to every Israelite man and woman in the crowd a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins. 1 Chronicles 16 They brought the ark of God and placed it inside a special tent David had prepared for it, and they presented burnt offerings and peace offerings to God. When he had finished his sacrifices, David blessed the people of the name of the Lord. Then he gave to every man and woman in all Israel a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins. David appointed to the following Levites to lead the people in worship before the ark of the Lord, to invoke his blessings, to give thanks, and to praise the Lord, the God of Israel. Asaph, the leader of the group, sounded the cymbals. Second to him was Zechariah, followed by Jael, Shemiaroth, Jehiel, Mataniah, Eliab, Benaiah, Obed-Edom, and Jael. They played the harps and lyres. The priests Benaiah and Jehaziel played the trumpets regularly before the Ark of God's Covenant. On that day, David gave to Asaph and his fellow Levites this song of thanksgiving to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Sing to him, yes, sing his praises. Tell everyone about his wonderful deeds. Exalt in his holy name. Rejoice, you who worship the Lord. Search for the Lord and for his strength. Continually seek him. Remember the wonders he has performed, his miracles and the rulings he has given. You children of his servant Israel, you descendants of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His justice is seen throughout the land. Remember his covenant forever, the commitment he made to a thousand generations. This is the covenant he made with Abraham and the oath he swore to Isaac. He confirmed it to Jacob as a decree and to the people of Israel as a never-ending covenant. I will give you the land of Canaan as your special possession. He said this when you were few in number, a tiny group of strangers in Canaan. They wandered from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another, Yet he did not let anyone oppress them. He warned the kings on their behalf, Do not touch my chosen people, and do not hurt my prophets. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Each day proclaim the good news that he saves. Publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things he does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of other nations are mere idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround him. Strength and joy fill his dwelling. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory he deserves. Bring your offering and come into his presence. Worship the Lord in all his holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before him. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Tell all the nations the Lord reigns. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. 
His faithful love endures forever. Cry out, save us, O God, of our salvation. Gather and rescue us from among the nations, so we can thank your holy name and rejoice and praise you. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who lives from everlasting to everlasting. And all the people shouted, Amen, and praised the Lord. 1 Chronicles 16.37 David arranged for Asaph and his fellow Levites to serve regularly before the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, doing whatever needed to be done each day. This group included Obed-Edom, son of Jeduthun, Hosa, and 68 other Levites as gatekeepers. Meanwhile, David stationed Zadok the priest and his fellow priests at the tabernacle of the Lord at the place of worship in Gibeon, where they continued to minister before the Lord. They sacrificed the regular burnt offerings to the Lord each morning and evening on the altar set aside for that purpose, obeying everything written in the law of the Lord as he had commanded Israel. David also appointed Hemam, Jeduthun, and the other chosen by that name to give thanks to the Lord, for his faithful love endures forever. They used their trumpets, cymbals, and other instruments to accompany their songs of praise to God, and the sons of Jeduthun were appointed as gatekeepers. Then all the people returned to their homes, and David turned and went home to bless his own family. 2 Samuel six nineteen. Then all the people returned to their homes. When David returned home to bless his own family, Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. She said in disgust, How distinguished the king of Israel looked today, shamelessly exposing himself to the servant girls like any vulgar person might do. David retorted to Michael, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me above your father and all his family. He appointed me as the leader of Israel, the people of the Lord, so I celebrate before the Lord. Yes, I'm willing to look even more foolish than this, even to be humiliated in my own eyes. But those servant girls you mentioned will indeed think I am distinguished. So Michael, the daughter of Saul, remained childless throughout her entire life. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, it means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, we would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, you can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcast at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.